so sick of those songs on radio. I know I'm reminiscing. Back to the time when I thought that I was smashing. You wasting my time, I'm in cuddle and we kissing. My homie in the room with your girl and she dissing. I thought it was you, I was wrong these days. I'm doing better. Write your feelings down on a letter. And I'll be down trying to catch you if you let up. And if I'm drowning, who don't wanna keep my head up? I got my mama asking when I'm gonna marry I'm not getting younger and this shit is getting scary But I be damn if you damn me And I be damn if you let me Call me on the phone But I plugged that number already Tryna take my time with you but oh baby Baby make it hard for me Tell me make it hard to pray I'm just sick of love songs Love songs Love, love songs I never thought you end up with somebody else Now it's only me by myself Girl problems, girl problems, girl problems, girl problems. I ain't gon' fight you no more. I'm so sick of love songs on radio. It's been a long time since I seen that silhouette up in my mind. I know you missed the way I grip onto your thigh. Remember when you made me? Remember on the first day it was heavy. Thick hair, thick balls, I'm sweating. I'm here, you here, we ready. This ain't uh, time for talking, it's time for walking. Then I booked that Uber to the spot. Take my time with you, but oh baby, baby make it hard for me. Tell me make it hard to breathe. I'm just sick of love songs, love songs, love, love songs. I never thought you end up with somebody else. Now it's only me by myself. I'm just sick of girl problems, girl problems, girl problems, girl problems. I ain't gon' fight you no more. I'm just so sick of love songs on radio. Regular people can have it? Yeah, everyone. It's like Snapchat. It's like the Facebook. <laughs> but you can't actually talk to like people like that. Yeah. You know? Yes, you can. Snapchat is the exact same thing on LinkedIn. Send messages. Oh. Post, you can post your stories now. Can you actually really? Yeah. It's basically. Yeah, you can do stories on there now, can't you? Post yeah. your own stories, do articles, comment, share stuff. On LinkedIn? Yeah. yeah. It's just like Snapchat. No way. Well, so, you know, like, it doesn't disappear. Like a, like it doesn't disappear after a minute, so you can't post, you know, certain things on there, Tim. But, you know, it's a... Uh, Why are you coming at me, man? <laughs> you said... You can? Have you started the OnlyFans yet? Yeah. Soon. Why are you staring at me? I'm thinking of doing, like, a... Uh, <laughs> I'm Why are you staring so deeply yeah, at me? Soon. Like, I'm going to be a Soon. <laughs> listen, you, if you put I'm feet I'm going to target men. Sorry? That's fair. Yeah. Because there's, there's more money in, in, in gay, in gay uh, OnlyFans. Oh, I thought you... <laughs> so you're going to be the gay in the OnlyFans? No, bro. No, no, no. I thought he was going to pay. I thought he was going to do painting. That's what he's going to pay. That's what he pays What are you oh, painting? Yeah. Are you painting men? <laughs> <laughs> painting myself? All nude in the colors? That'd be dope. Do what you got to do. <laughs> hey, man. Everyone has to do what they have to do, man. Hey, let's get it, man. We're here. We're here. Let me, let me start us off. Let me get us right. Is that video man. started, David? That video's been good. Yeah. Is the Where sound supposed to sound like this? Like a yeah, it absolutely is, because it goes through here. Oh, cool. And then he's got to disconnect it still. You guys leveled oh, up. it's still coming out through there? Yeah. It is? Yeah. Yo, yeah. yo, yo, yo. Well, I'm going to turn it off once the music time is done. 
You just want us to put some music on. Speaking of music, I just want But I only the first 10 seconds. That's I as love, long as it lasts. I love music, man. Let's get it. Let's get it. God give me style, God give me grace. God give me style, God give me grace. God put a smile. Let's, let's get these vibes right, man. God put the smile on my face. God make me shine like the sun. God make me shine like the sun. Sometimes I feel. What did you say, sir? So it's nice not to be in the spotlight. Juicy like over there eating chips. Just looking at us, smiling, laughing. I mix it down. It ain't my fault. You can't break it down the way I break it down. Listen, you call me what you want. Yeah, you guys aren't feeling me right now. You're not feeling me right now. David pissed me off earlier. <laughs> yeah. yeah, David. He didn't David, get my good side. David, uh, David pissed me off earlier because these millennials think they know. David's deep. So salty. So, so we're gonna. This guy. Hold on. No, no, we're gonna get things right. Let's get things right. Nah, David knows a lot of a lot Let's of music though. Get things. Right. David, this was before your time, man. This is way before your time. You really made me mad last week. You really made me mad last week. These millennials. When was he born? I don't know. 2007? When were you born? They say I walk around like I got a S on my chest. Now that's a semi In the vest on my chest and trying This guy wants to argue with me about, uh, you know, we don't know anything about the online stuff. And, you know, he reckons he can teach me some things. But I'm like, we're better because my generation actually went through stuff. What'd you you have no me? scrapes on your knees, like, like, like. Whoa, whoa, whoa. no, 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 no scrapes, bro. No, no, from falling off bikes and stuff. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, now the rain comes back. I see. This conversation's I see like, like I'm not sure. I'm not sure what you've been doing last week. They've never been outside. Your brain's really locked in. My brain's really locked in today, man. But um. Rank has got only fans, you got scrapes in your knees. I got one more thing. And my mama wasn't home. Could not stress to me I wasn't grown. Especially on nights I bought something home to quiet the stomach rumblings. My demeanor, 30 years my senior, my childhood didn't mean much. Only raising green up, raising my fingers to critics, raising my head to I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get used to this. this. Putting my, you know what I mean? Yeah. I chose my own fate. I drove by the fork in the road and went straight. See, I'm a yeah. poet to some, a regular modern day Shakespeare. I can't get into a song because this guy's got to turn it off after 10 seconds. Last week we were listening to music. I'm like, oh yeah, this is good. He's like, oh no, no, you don't get it. Change the song. I'm like, I know. You're only allowed to do it for Kieran 10 just seconds. He doesn't know music and he doesn't know. I want to listen to music and this guy's like, ah, no, you're not into it. I'm like, what do you want to listen to? This. Because he's white. Do you want to listen to Eminem, right? You want to listen to Eminem. Take a bath with the Catholics and holy. Let's get into it, man. Let me let me get this off here. We won't need that today. Ah, Europe, 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 Europe. Let me check the levels. Let me check the levels. Talk to me, Renko. You good? Yeah. So you got the pink shirt on today? It's not pink. Lavender. It's lilac. Lilac. Oh, that's even better. Lilac. Take me like that. You don't know lilac? Nah. Oh, damn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get in your color schemes, bro. <laughs> Wait, you got so much to learn. How old are you? You must be like 2000 and Don't worry about my age. 2007. Don't worry about, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about my age, man. 
Well, let's get it, man. Hey, we got a. Uh, we got Zane Dempster here. Come on, round of applause, man. Round of applause. Round of applause. Round of applause, man. So I, I kind of had a direction of where I wanted to go with this today. And I wanted to start off by uh, how much I hate your Instagram. My Instagram? Your Instagram. You like really, my personal Instagram? Your personal Instagram. I, I don't care about Instagram. That's the issue. <laughs> I love that. Man, I need to have a look. I don't think I've ever looked at your Instagram. Well, it's, just, it's really just a bunch of sneakers and that's it. See? See? There we go. I'm glad you said it. But, yeah, but I'm not out here trying to be an Instagram Ciao influencer. Yeah. Well, not like me. Okay. Exactly. Cool. All right. So, okay, cool. The shots <laughs> are coming early. The shots are coming early. So, what do you hate about it? I saw the... What's the post? What's the little story thing? The little story thing. And he had... He has every single shoe that I ever wanted in my life. Oh, is that what you had? Oh. Every single shoe I ever <laughs> so wanted jelly? in my... Huh? Your jelly? No, I'm just perturbed. What does that mean? I don't, I don't know. Is that a word, Karen? That's a word. That's a word. You're like annoyed. Did I, I use it in a right? little bit, you know. Come on, bro. I know edgy. stuff, bro. <laughs> like, don't do that to me, bro. I know stuff. This guy, jelly. It's not even a word. See? It's jelly? short for jealous. It's slang. I'm saying it's not a word. You just made it up. Jelly. What about, what about peanut butter and jelly? Exactly. So it's not exactly. your, your jelly, your peanut butter and jelly. What does that even mean? This, guy says, <laughs> this guy's like, I'm perturbed. You're like, huh? Yeah, but Tim, Tim just just Google we're, that before we're he came. Talking about communication, <laughs> you're going jelly. This guy's perturbed. That's perturbed. all I'm saying. Sound, he does sound better than. Yeah, I don't know how you're going to make it only fans if the best you got is jelly. I don't need. I don't need to be smart. Yeah, I, I hope he doesn't have jelly on there. <laughs> <only fans. laughs> <laughs> I really hope. Uh, hey, like, please I'm, don't have no jelly. I don't know enough about only fans. Apparently, they don't care no, about yeah. the way you talk. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Keep going. But no, so you have all these sneakers. Yeah, damn. And then you want to finish it off with the, with the Concords. With the Concords? Yeah, the Concords on the you last like one. You don't like them? I love them. Oh. But why, why are you teasing us like that? What? I, I was just, I think it was the way it flows is from when I got them. So I just take a photo at that point in time. They were, they were a while ago, like 100 and something weeks. They yeah. were a, while, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Have you stopped getting as much shoes or are you still in that grind? No, nah, I've definitely stopped getting. Uh, the Kobe 6s, when they came out. <sighs> I was the green. You talking about the green? Uh, every Kobe said all of them. All of them. He said every one. Wow. I was, I was trying to get as many of those as I could. I had uh, was, um, the Hornets ones. Oh yeah. I really because I got, I got them in the pandemic. Somebody, but then I gave it to one of my closest friends who was like a huge Kobe fan because I'm a great person. But um, same. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what are your favorite? Give me some of your favorite shoes. Rundown that you've got over the history. My my favorite my favorite silhouette of all time yeah. is Jordan Fours. The Fours. So I've got like same. I think I've got. Uh, I got again, not bragging. We don't. We don't need it. I got. I got a stupid amount of different colors. In we, fours, don't need a, we don't need it. We don't need it. That's probably out there. um. That's that's my favorite shoe, but probably my, a shoe that I have a, a really cool story about that took me forever to get uh-huh. was these Air Max ones, and they're like the, uh, what's his name, the Iron Fox collab. Air Max ones. Okay. So I went to New York for work. I was in what I was in our biggest store in New York, and we didn't get them here in Australia. And I wanted them real bad. I resell them for a stupid amount over here, and I was like, "Oh man, I want these so bad." Walked into our big store. They have it on the wall. I'm like, "Are you serious? You still have pairs here?" And they're yeah. like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Do you have a size 12? If they had a size 12, would have bought them straight away." Guys, like, no, we don't. But I, I obviously know our systems and said, "Hey, do any stores around New York City have them?" Because I'll walk catch a train, do whatever I need to do to get those, to go get them. So 
guys like our Empire State Store, which is only like two blocks up, same street, two blocks up, has three size 12s. I'm like, bet. Just leave the store straight away. I'm walking up. As I'm walking up, I see this massive line of people outside our store. And I'm yeah. like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. So I asked this guy, I said, what's going on? What's everyone lined up for? And he's like, the store's shut. It's been refurbed and they open tomorrow. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll come back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Come back first thing in the morning, wake up. Store's got delayed a day. So I've already waited. Come back the next day. Guy's like, the, the line is like massive. I took, they got security out there. And this is the first time I've ever seen like, besides Hong Kong, this is like the first time I've ever seen crazy resellers where they pay people to stand in lines and they have trucks across the road taking they stickers. Like trucks, like not, that, oh, not like, like a couple of cars. I'm talking like semi, like big trucks, U-Hauls and stuff. And the dudes are just packing sneakers in. They paid all these people to line up for them. So I'm talking security. I said, how long will it take to get through this line? Because I don't want the limited stuff that's here. There's a general release pair of shoes that I really want. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, come back in three hours. We'll be done. So I walk around New York City for three hours, come back. Line's still massive. I'm like, I'll come back in another hour. So come back in another hour. Line's still massive. I see this guy outside on his phone that I realized worked for us in head office. And it was the first time I ever pulled my like, do you know who I am? <laughs> I, like I was like, I was like, hey man, what's your name? And he, I still remember his name. His name's Chad Baker, right? And he was like, oh, I'm Chad. And I was like, oh, I'm Zayman. I'm over here. Like, just got this new role. I'm reporting to this guy, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, oh, I heard of you. And he's like, do you want to come in and have a look around? I was like, yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> so he jumped the line and then yes, went in. I said, man, I'm just chasing these one pair of shoes. Do they have them here? And I like just a general leasing. Went and had a look. And he's like, oh, yeah, we got them. And he like walked up and picked them up. But like just the time it took, like that was three days out of my life of me trying to get these shoes. Yeah, and then when I got them, pair. I was like, and then I started warning them because <laughs> too special oh, you now. Just, I was like, no, I I've kept them at the moment, but I'll, I'll probably wear them. I'll see about wearing them today. But. How many other pairs you haven't you worn that you just keep like a specialty? You have a few. There's a lot. Okay. So I've got, I got my office set up at my house, and then I've got like sneakers next to it that I don't normally wear, mm-hmm. and then I've, I made myself put sneakers downstairs, and that's the pile of sneakers so they, I have to wear. Like yeah. so, when I see oh, them, yeah, I'm like, yeah. grab them for work. So. <sighs> Sounds like heaven, man. It sounds like you have a cool setup. Yeah, like, like all those, like, like not boxes, like the... Nah, it's was, it was, it was funny. We were, oh, so my missus was like, hey, you should stop keeping them in. Shoot, I keep them in the same shoe box, right? right? right. It's like, put them in display case. It look much nicer. And I was like, yeah, I should do that. And then I went and started looking at them. And it was like, they're like $60 a case. Oh. You times that by a lot of shoes, it's down payment on the house. I was like, nah, I'll just keep them in the sneaker box for now. Like, or racks, because it's, yeah, too expensive. You said uh, you went to New York. Did you see that Rudy? Was that that Rudy Gay game winner? Were no. you there? Was that wasn't that game winner that he hit at the uh, the no. corner? Okay, no, no, no. it looked like that was I was looking. No, no, that, 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 I, I really that game, I was stalking you for a little. That while game, that game that I was at was um, I think that's on my Instagram. Yeah, was Sacramento versus Miami in okay. Sacramento. Okay, and it was one where Rudy Gay hit like sixteen straight in the third. And then they end up beating Miami, which had LeBron, D-Wade, and Chris Bosh. It was crazy. Oh, you got to see them. It was nuts, man. It was one of the like, best environments I've ever seen from an NBA game. It was crazy. Golly. How did, you, uh, how did you turn your passion into your job? Man? Like, how, how does that even... That's a, that's a good story. So um, when I was 15 years old, uh-huh. I was working at... Um, It'd be like the reject shop now, now right? Like reject shop. What is what is that? You know, like the like cheap bargains, shop. Like, like a cheap, cheap shop. shop. It's like dollars and cents. <clears throat> oh, like the dollar yeah, yeah. store. Like dollar oh. store. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 
that was at Chermside and we had Foot Locker up, up the road from us. So mm-hmm. I would walk up every day and ask for a job. Every day. That, like literally ask like, Every single day. You got job? any jobs going? Every day. At Chermside. And my first manager, I, I still remember two people. Like my first manager, Jamie, and there's this, um, he was a Kiwi guy, Bruce. I was coming up every day asking for a job. And then this Bruce guy goes, this like one day I came up, I'd never seen him before. And he was the two IC, like the second in charge. And he's like, what's the goal with this kid? And this Jamie girl's like, he's been up here every day asking for a job. And he goes, give him a job. Like if he's asking for a job this much, give him a job. And she's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it'll be good. And he just went, you start on Sunday with me. And if you don't do well, this is your op- one opportunity. And then I think I led sales that day. Started for like, did three hours on a Sunday. And all I remember was, this is like real sneaker stuff. So they had these pair of shocks that just got released. They're $300. Shocks, the, on, you know, on the, shocks? yeah, yeah, on the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had them all the way through, right? Yeah. So I said to myself, if I can sell as many pairs of these as possible, I'll make the most money out of everyone. I had dudes coming in and trying to do triathlons and stuff. Like, I had no idea what I was doing. I was like, these would be the best for triathlons. Like, no idea. Like, they're the worst. You're just lying. Like, you're just making like, shit up. Making shit up at the time. And then, Key to sales. Make shit yeah, up. Like, and now I think back, I was like, that was terrible. Like, <laughs> I would never teach someone to do that. But then, you know, that turned into casual. And then at the time, I was, you know, I did the same thing as probably what most kids did. Parents said, go to school, you know, get a degree and all that sort of stuff. So I was studying engineering. Okay. We are hooping at the same time. And, and then um, was like... I'll just keep doing this footlocker thing because I like it. I was getting heaps of shifts and then didn't like engineering, so I went to business. And I really found a passion in business of, you know, learning. I love, like, learning about different businesses and, and everything they do. And then from a footlocker standpoint, I got my degree. And as I got my degree, I was like, I'm going to go find somewhere else to work because footlocker doesn't pay much. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I was thinking in my head. And then my district manager at the time said, do you want to run a store? And I was like, oh, I got a job straight away at a, at a university. Like, yeah, sure, which store? And he said, you can run the Chermside store. And I was like, all right, bet. Like, and then I took that store to the second biggest turnover store while I was there next to our Queen Street store. It's not that anymore, but, like, I was just hustling to try and get as much and then just had well, other what, roles. What do you mean by hustling? Like, what, what, is that, what does that look like? What is that? What is that? Well, Because so, you've turned shit from – you've so, said it So back, back in the yeah. day, like, you would have customers that came in that were repeat customers, right? Buy, like, I had certain customers that would buy only TNs or Air Maxes and – Stuff like that. And I'd take down their details in a little black book. Yeah. And I'd ring them every single time a new pair came out. Uh, so you were, you were doing extra? You, yeah. Okay. I'd okay. have their mobile number and say, hey, okay. if, you want, if, you, if you want, I'll ring you. Like, got their permission. I'll ring you and then. <laughs> hey, write this down, bro. This is great advice. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Yeah, we're recording. I'm, I'm watching yeah. this back. <laughs> so, so we had this black book of, of all the customers. And that would all come in. And then, and then like, bigger customers, we, we had, like, a thing back then where you could sign them up and they get 10% off. Most of these dudes didn't want to give their email address, so I'd sign them up on my email address and give them their card to get 10% off. And he'd come, they'd come in and get, they'd love that. So, and that's like you know, 40 bucks off or something like that. They were buying 10 pairs of sneakers at a time. And yeah. Does the store know you're doing this by yourself on the side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. but, like, well, you're like, running the store. I was running the yeah, store. True, and, true, yeah. and, you know, I, I took the store, like it, it had already had crazy gains and then went to like even, even bigger gains. I got what they call Rookie Manager of the Year and all that sort of stuff that year. But like it was like, you know, you had to take passion. I, I treated it as if it was my own business. So, oh. hired good salespeople and then just, yeah, just really good customer service and just try to make sure that you're always, you know, that, that go that extra mile with, with people as well. So, yeah, that was that was the hustle back then. So, it frustrates me now when I walk into stores and people you know, talk to you as soon as you pull the same thing, yeah, yeah. Just, don't you pull the you know who I am thing? I, I, don't, the, I don't like doing that. He's the run this store. Fire all you, <laughs> 
is good because you get you know when people don't know you, you see what they're really like. What like I like really feeling, I like yeah. traveling to to other areas so they can see. Like I just get a feel of what the customer service right. is like because they don't know who I am at all. They know some of the other guys, but not me. How much countries are you overseeing? Uh, I think it's eight at the moment, eight or seven. Singapore, South Korea, Japan, Malaysia, Macau, Hong Kong. Eight. So how do you know Kieran? Sorry. Nice. Nothing to do with that's that. Another, Kieran's another. coach for a thousand years. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, when he was 15. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> another, so, when I, out of high school, I was trying to, you know, find my way from a basketball perspective. I wanted to play as high as I could get. And then I was playing at, at UQ, and Kieran was playing. Playing? Playing. Playing? I, I got to play. A few centuries ago. So. You played? That's how long ago it was. Because yeah, I'm pretty sure 2013, I'd still been beating you. Yeah. You block all that out. <laughs> <laughs> so Zane, what were you saying? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember, I don't remember anything. Kieran was nice. Like he was. He was, he, he was out. That's from him being really, really strong and just using your shoulders to deceptive. It was, it was so but skinny. It was fake. It was fake. He was beating us fake. But he moved differently to everyone else too. And I like at that point, like from a basketball perspective, I like didn't really know what the hell I was doing. I, I was okay shooter. I didn't know how to. You gotta remember, I was playing against kids who didn't know what they were doing for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> for, for that exact reason. Just like we but do now. This, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy's great. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> but he was, he, so that, that was at UQ, and then we were like working out before practice and after practice a lot, and we were just doing random things. And then Kieran Wait, said. what's the most random thing you do with Kieran? Sorry. No, I gotta, I'll, I'll lead into okay, that story because okay, okay, okay. that's the story. I'll, I'll lead into that. So, so we. Um, we're there, and then he goes, hey, I'm starting another club, which was Mount Crosby at the time. So him, Wait, Hold on. I didn't know you started Mount Crosby. Yep. Him and Mike McDaniels, the two that started it. No way. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yo, this guy just be hiding shit. <laughs> like, Man, if I had to tell you everything I've done. <laughs> Forrest, he'd be here all day. <laughs> so, so he started Mount Crosby, and then he said, hey, I want you to come over with a couple of other young kids. So it was me and about three or four other younger kids, which was Simon Taylor. Uh, Andy Taylor and that we 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 all came over to the Mount Crosby. Place. Simon, think is that Simon play? I played with that Northside uh, when I was playing with the Q, QBL team. He was yeah, a shooter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, he yeah, was. Yeah. yeah, I like him. He's awesome. Man. He played at Logan and stuff. Yeah, Simon. So when awesome. so when then this and then he said, I'm also doing this like these these personal training sessions if you want to come along. And this was like the first time he had started to do this. So there was I think there was four of us. It was me, Andy, Simon. I can't remember who else was there. But this was the first day, so this is the weirdest shit I'd ever like. I tell you what, after this session, I was like, man, I don't know what the fuck. I don't know guy. what the hell Kieran's doing. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> so I don't think so, this guy knows anything. <laughs> so we rock up at six o'clock in the morning at UQ. We rock up. He goes, put the balls down. And I'm like, okay. Oh, For shit. the next thirty-five minutes, this is all we did. We took one step forward, one step to the side, one step forward, one step. To I the love side. that. Hey, yeah. You're gonna step forward and go to the side, or go to the side, go forward. And he was trying to keep us as straight without leaning our bodies and all that sort of stuff. So we. He was teaching us how to learn our bodies, and then he was like showing us like clips of like, "Hey, this is how Iverson did it." Like, because back then that was Iverson was playing, so you know, a little bit older. But yeah. but you know, and like from then I was like, "Man, what the hell is this?" And then afterwards, it, you're like, "Ah, oh, you get the like aha moments," and then you start to you start to use that in games, and all of a sudden it's like, "Oh, it's easy to get around dudes now because just go to the side and go past them, and then you're straight." Like you know, yeah. we, we we talk about our St. James, like yeah. you know, you use the ball and all that, like get around and go straight. Then afterwards. go straight. Yeah. But he did that without a ball for. So, so it was almost like second nature for us. Were that you having those conversations? Or was it point. just like, that's coach, we're just going to follow? I, I, just, I just did it because okay. I didn't know any better at the time yeah. and just thought I'm just going to just follow, follow what he's teaching us because he 
you know, he's a better player than me, I guess, was at the time. That was probably where my head was at. Um, but I think over time, I've definitely had those conversations back. Like, like we, we talk every day um, pretty much. Like I don't think there's a day we don't talk about all types of random stuff. But there's been, yeah, so many different things that we've – like I remember – now this is another story that I don't even know if he remembered this. See, I remember it because it was like I was in the moment. He's probably forgot it's half too many this, stories. Yeah, he's probably forgot I half do remember that UQ one. Though. Yeah. So we were – we were practicing at um, we were we we had moved over to Orkinflower and we were still doing the same. So so our workouts used to be like start at six, like we were on court at six, yeah. finished by eight, Tuesdays Thursdays. So this is when I was maybe twenty twenty two, I think, at this stage. So and my weeks was just basketball. So it was it was like go to college, like go to school, work casually, start in the morning at 6 at Orkinflower. I lived all the way on the north side. So I'd drive to Orkinflower, park my car there, and then we'd finish, then we'd go to QBL practice till 10, and then I'd drive home, and that was like a standard day. So it was just these long hours days. Day, but yeah. I remember one day we were just talking about, like, I don't know what, how we got on it, but Kieran was like, you know, if you – and I've always lived by this since this. Once I got the aha moment, it probably took me a couple of years to get to it, but the aha moment for me from him was he was like, you know, if you work your ass off, there'll be nothing, like, you can never, ever be sad about the outcome. And I was like, bullshit. Like, I was arguing with him. I was like, what about if I twist my ankle? He's like, if you really worked. Did everything off, you could. Like, if you yeah, give, you did everything you, give you everything, could. Like, everything you can. Hmm. You, like, that's the best you could do. So, you, you, you'll never regret the outcome. That's what Kobe said when he retired, right? Yeah. Like, as long as I just kept doing everything, that's all I cared about. And once I was done, I was done. I'd like to point out this is before Kobe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, so with Not that, Paul Pierce, Kobe Bryant, but that's so good. <laughs> but with that, like you take that into, into anything you do in life, like with business and stuff like that, and you, you, like, I sat in a meeting just recently where everyone was trying to pick apart, like, things that went wrong over a certain period, and I said, hey, if I had my time over again, I'd do exactly the same thing, and everyone was shocked. And they're like, why? And I was like, because at the time, this was the piece of information that we had, and yeah. we, made, we made this decision as a business, and everyone went, oh, yeah, like... I was like, moving forward, I might do something different. But at that time, I was never going to make a different decision. And we worked hard and we broke records and all that sort of stuff. And I, I, I was not sitting there going, oh, what if, what if, what if? Because I knew that there was nothing else we could have done. And, and we still delivered, like, good results. But it's, it's a weird thought pattern to get into because you, you try to go, like, down the what if route. But then you just know that, like, hey, I put everything in. I, I can't do anything. Same with, like, I know you guys have talked about it, but same with relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if, if you see anyone that has a breakup in a relationship and they're sitting there going, oh, if I just had it. If I could have just, just had it, or whatever. But the weird thing is when you do have a breakup and you put everything into it, you actually don't get sad because you can't. Mm, that's you a good point. You put everything into it. you want to talk about your personal experience <laughs> and your breakups? I never put everything into it. <laughs> so I can look back and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you. Well, you weren't. Well, sorry, you were fully in, but you dip that toe. Yeah. Out every no, not you went fully I, in. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Like you're wondering, it's unsure. is this really it? Is this? Yeah, you you know? be, you're, you're unsure. Yeah, and it's like ah, that's the only thing I was unsure about. Like in terms of career, basketball, whatever, yeah. whatever. It was like okay, let me go fully in as much as I thought what was fully in at the time. But with the relationship stuff, it's like oh, this is this is new. I've never done this, so I actually don't even know what the hell I'm doing. I don't know if any of you guys felt that. Like, isn't relationships like practice? I think so. How do you be good at something? I think, I think you just get better over time. You know what so, like, yeah, you get better over time. What about you? Oh no, I think I, I think I just did the best I could at the time. 
And then, then you like get into new relationships and you just learn from the previous ones. Keep building. Same like everything else, right? Yeah. Stop like wearing you. lavender shirts. So what is it? <laughs> <laughs> lilac. Lilac. Love lilac. Or lilac. lilac. Oh, it's an experience. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It changed the whole vibe. It changed the whole we thing. We do it going one way and then. Yeah, yeah, we got to get more creative with our colors, Karen. Yeah, 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 I know, right? Simple, like, blue, like, white, like, like, chill. Yo, he, yellow, yellow is nice. You, you stepped the game up for real. <laughs> you really stepped that game up. You thought I was, you know, gay, but, you know. I took that as a compliment. Hey, that's cool. You're a pretty guy. with that? You know. Gotta have audiences. We're all accepting of everything. Yeah, I'm trying to get all the audiences in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. the audiences. But don't fake it. All the if you're gonna do it, do it all the way. All the way in. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> hey. Anyways. I don't know what you're doing there. But what would you want to ask Zane? Is there anything? Because you guys know each other so well. You've known each other for years. Is there anything you would like to, to ask for Zane. yourself? Yeah. No. I know everything about Zane. You know everything? Actually is yeah. there something that <laughs> he said he actually does. we don't know about him? <laughs> like we talk, as I said, we talk all the time. Like it's, um, I think one of the coolest things, and I, and I actually, because I, again, I feel that, you know, in relationships, even in, you know, your friend's relationships, like uh, I believe in telling people when you come to realizations what that means. And I've told you the same thing. Like you've, you know, Zane's told me like, hey, look, you know, I appreciate that. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, look, it's awesome that um, you tell me that because I don't appreciate that. Like, I didn't realize the effect it had at the time. Like, I, 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 we talked about this or we did that or whatever, but you don't realize the carry on effect or how people hear it. You don't realize the effect you can have on other people's lives while you're doing it, but you're doing the best you can and you get the best advice you can and you, <coughs> you do those things. But then, um, you know, Zane a few times is, um, you know, fed that back and said, hey, look, you know, like this really had a massive impact. And then, and then I kind of realized, um, and again, you said the same thing, but then and, and it wasn't after, it was after like a, quite a few years that that feedback came back. And I think for me, you forget a lot when you move forward. Like, like you forget that, oh, yeah, that, we did do that. We did talk about that. And, yeah. and so I guess um, part of the coolest thing of, trying to be a part of people's worlds and, and helping them um, authentically is that you get that, you get that back, you get that feedback back. You're like, you know, you, you remember what it was all about when sometimes you, you drift a little to the left or the right. You're like, yeah. Oh yeah, that's, so it's like almost like a library, a living memory, a living, you know, like you can go back and say, I can talk when to Zane about what he's doing. I'm like, Oh yeah, that's what we, you know, I do that or, you know, teaching a move oh you remember this and i'm like i do remember that that's actually really cool i haven't taught that for a while but that's really cool i'm yeah. gonna t teach that again yeah. and um i'm doing that yeah like that's the coolest thing i think and and we've we've talked about that and i've, I've thanked him and you know for continuing to to sort of um be a part of my world and uh yeah so did you ever tell him any of your like business goals outside of basketball oh yeah like we actually we um probably say the the time we probably since this time was just recently I, when I took over Asia uh, to look after Asia. So I used to just look after what we call Pacific, which is Australia and New Zealand. Mm -hmm. And then I got a promotion where I looked after Asia. And I had no idea about the Asia market whatsoever. And it is, it is different to anything I've ever seen in my life. And I, I got the job with no idea of what to do. And I rang him like, man, I, I don't know what to do. Like, <laughs> and we, we kind of like... Talk through it, but even Kieran was coming from a place of like, look, like this is what I think you can do, but you're gonna have to test and and go from there. So, you know, I said it, I, I did a lot of like, like, like just hard work, like googling, hey, what's the trade terms between Singapore and Malaysia, and reading documents on that at nighttime to just try and figure out my job because I'm sitting in rooms where people 
like I'm the expert in the room and people ask me questions and like I don't know that region so you got to learn it and we had other people in like I don't think anyone in our room knew Asia because we were going into Asia for the first time yeah 2019 so like I was I was asking him that sort of stuff and then a lot of other things just around like you know just just how the corporate world works at, at high levels too and you know, again, it was it was more around the psychology piece of it rather than, and we were just having a conversation about this before, just about how you have in that room. I thought it was going to be one way, but in a lot of the rooms that I've sat in, it's very different. Because they they have a whole different culture. Like you know, the book I've been telling you about about uh, I don't know the name, but it was about how um, the top tech Chinese companies have taken over the past. Oh, yeah. 10 years or whatever. And a lot of the things that it talks about is how important the organizational part of the stuff and the cultural differences. Yeah. So like how if they, when they want to expand to the, when they did expand to the US, there's all these challenges of like, how do you allocate this person to that area? And then how do they integrate with that culture and, and keep the company uh, like vision going? Yeah. And doing that in different areas. And then it, it, it tells of how some companies failed at it. Some companies did great at it. And they have different work cultures like hours and this and that. So that's interesting. How, yeah. have, have you, yeah. But I, think, I think the thing is, and, and the coolest thing was, is that um, as, a, as a person, as a coach, as a psychologist, um, I've never been the expert. Yeah. I've never said I had the answers. So what we always talk about is the process. Mm. So it doesn't matter whether it's basketball and you've got to analyse how you move and who you're playing against and how you're going to create space and how you're going to get your shot off and, you know what I mean, like, like they're pressing, I do, you know, what are your answers? Because yeah. my answers aren't your answers. And Zane and I really worked through that for such a long time. That process goes for everything. You look at the detail. You look at knowing more than everybody else by researching and figuring it out. You look at multiple options so that when you go into a situation, you know you know, where you could go. And, and even if you are surprised, you give yourself space and then you research more and come back and, and you're never flustered. And I think um, when we've talked, like, again, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what you talk about. It doesn't matter what you analyse. It doesn't matter what you actually are trying to be a lead at or the best at. The thing is how do we, how we want to be the best. So yeah. let's find a way. Yeah. And um, they're the processes that we always stick to. And, and I guess if you stick to it. So it's the same in everything. Everything. The, the interesting part to that, and we were talking about this earlier, is, you know, like, from my perspective, I used to just think if I'm the hardest worker in the room, then that, that's, like, that will get me ahead of everyone, right? And then... Because that's uh, easy to compartmentalize. Exactly, like, you're in control point. of that, right? Yeah. So you would sit there and you go, as long as I'm the, I'm the hardest worker in the room, I'm, I'm all good. And then, and the stats will speak for themselves. Same with basketball perspective. If, you know, if, if I'm putting up 25 points a game, or whatever the case may be, you think that you're going to be the starter and all that sort of stuff. And then... I just thought that going into these rooms that everyone would be like that. Everyone would know the business like the back of their hand. Everyone would be like that. And you do have people that are like that, but you also have other people that just play the game. And we see that in the basketball world. You, how many people do you know that you're like, why is he on a team? You know, We see he, that all the time. Yeah, that's me. Why am I on the team? No, but, you, but you see guys that you're like, why is he on the team? Like, How do you make that team? You're not on the team yet, Renko. But then you see other guys that are – that are really good, and you're like, why is he not on the team? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, but, but he doesn't know that person because there is other people playing the game really, really well. Yeah. And they're just, they're just putting up smoke and mirrors to stay on the team, and the coach knows them, or they know someone that knows someone within the... They're part of the culture. They're part They've of the culture. They've been here for three, four years. Exactly. So how'd I mean, you get around that in, in the business? 
In, in the business aspect, I mean, I don't think there's any getting around it. You've just got to play the game a little bit better. So you've got to, you know, one of the things that I this this is my this is my I guess advice to someone yeah. is know your business like the back of your hand because at some point those people will fall over because there'll be something that will come up that they can't answer because they don't know the business. Yeah, you don't want to be that person. Sure. And I and I've been in situations where this is this, this was a, a crazy story. So. I just I was so confident in myself all the time from knowing my business, and then I remember the first time I got punched in the face, like bad. You know the Mike Tyson story. Yeah. Everyone's got a plan until they get punched. Yeah, until in the you face. get punched. Yeah. So it was my first executive like meeting with the, the CEO of Global, like the the globe, like the head guy. And I'm sitting on this meeting. My boss got me into into this meeting, and and I'm like, oh, I'll be fine. Didn't do any research. Didn't prepare nothing. He tore me apart at about one o'clock in the morning. I had no answers. And then literally, like, my boss afterwards was like, we need to have a conversation. He's like, you need to work on this, this, this. Like just, and I was, like, so confident that I was going to be good in this meeting. He just, he, he was just on different levels. So then I had to go, okay. Did he, that excite you, though? It made, you it made me go, I'm not there yet. Okay. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not at this level. And that, you know, these, these guys are, are board directors of multi, you know, massive businesses and stuff mm. like that. So the stuff he was looking at, I was like, how, like, and then, so then I was like, I need to start looking at these things a little bit more and knowing that part of the business. And I just didn't know it at that point. What's changed from managing the one little Champside store to now managing a f- flipping country? We can't swear anymore, so we got to use different words. Nah. Flipping country. <laughs> um, Countries. I, I would say you still, like, you need to worry about your, I call them, like, your, your big rocks, right? worry more about you have to worry more about those than you do like like there's there's things within my business that i know are broken but they're not going to drive anything within the business whatsoever so you have to really it's a big what do you mean big rock like a big rock so like for example like if something's happening within one of my warehouses and we can't get product out the door that's a big rock that i need to fix straight away but if if one shoe is not picked correctly and goes to a store i'm not worrying about that but I used to worry about that at a store level because you're trying to control every little thing. So I had to really like level, like take a higher level up and worry about, you know, worrying about what's going to happen in the future is a big one too. Like being, knowing, you know, I'm already planning like 20, like 2023 for me is pretty much planned out. Sheesh. And I'm, I'm looking at 25 at the moment, what I'm going to be doing in 25. So I'm that far ahead of the game now. Whereas before I used to be what's happening on Monday. Now I don't like I already I've got twenty three sort of planned out of what where it should flow, but twenty five is my next big thing of what I need to look at. So you think more ahead. You think my my boss used to call it looking around corners. So yeah, you look around corners. Are you trying to get to that level of the of the CEOs and stuff? Like, do your goals change I, as you got older? I I, I, I said that yeah. once. I said I, I you know I was like I'd love to be a GM or something like that of, of a business like, but you know I think. If I can get there, I want to get as high as I possibly can, really. So, and, and just see where the road takes me. So, I think um, you know, next step will be going overseas somewhere like Europe or, or North America and, and doing the same sort of role over there and going from there. But, you know, I think, um, yeah, I, I sat in a meeting actually once and said to, a, to our GM at the time that I wanted his job. And then uh, <laughs> I don't think that went down very well. <laughs> he was, he, I don't know if he liked it. He, he was cool. He, like, I was actually asked him to, to mentor me and uh, had a bit of a Kieran experience on that one too. So he was. Um, what do you mean by that? 
like it's you know when like people tell you stuff and you're like like this what I was the story I was like what the hell is this guy on about yeah so this, this guy was quirky guys from Canada he's you know he was pretty out there and he was he was he was really good for our business at the time and I said to him I'd like to get mentored by a GM now this is what we were talking about on the on like Instagram was you know the fifty cent oh not fifty cent Jay Z thing. Yeah. Whether you take 500 or... Yes, 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 yes. So we yes. can get to, we can lead to that off of the Yeah, off of yeah, story, yeah. I want right? to hear your take on this. So I said to him, I want him to mentor me. Because I was like, okay, so if... You, you said to him that. You just yeah. said, yo, I want you to mentor me. I, I was like, if this guy's a GM, why, why not? Like, yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't you want someone like that to... He's done it, so I might as well learn from him. Can you mentor me? Sure. Right. Anytime, man. You want to message me or anything? We can... But th- this will lead to the Jay-Z thing for you. Right. So... I said to him, hey, I want you to mentor me, thinking he's going to give me the magic pill to being a GM, right? So I asked him this, oh, and I, I chased him up. We had one session. That was it in the entire time he was there. And it was a Friday afternoon. He goes, come to my, come to my office. And I was like, all right. So I sit in his office. We sit down. He's like, you want me to mentor you? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And he's like sitting there. He goes, all right this is what I've done in Foot Locker. And he starts writing down all the jobs he's done in Foot Locker. He's been in Foot Locker for like 30 years or 35 years. Okay. And he starts writing down all the jobs he's done. And he's like, and you write down the jobs you've done. And I was like, three jobs at the time. I'd been a store associate, store manager, and I was an auditor at the time by doing stock takes. He had this list of stuff he had done. And he was like, this is why I know so much about the business. And at that point, I was trying to actually go overseas to be an auditor overseas. But there was a role that was kind of available that which is the role I'm in now, but it had other roles in it. And he was like, so this is why I know so much about the business. And I was driving home like, I don't care what you did like for <laughs> 30 years. Like, what the hell is he yeah. talking about? Yeah. And then on the way home, I still remember to this day, I was like, oh, he's telling me like, I need to find roles that I learn as much about the business as possible. So that when you are in those roles, you can know like, hey, this guy's trying to sell you a dream or what you can make decisions because you know enough about the business. And he was one of the things he said to me was the one thing he didn't know was real estate. So he went and got an external company and then he leveraged off them and learned a lot of real estate off of them so he could make the right real estate moves. Hmm. But he knew everything else within the business. So I was like the job that was up in Brisbane, I was like, it touches buying, planning, marketing, like supply chain, it loss prevention, had a little bit of like stuff with real estate. The only thing it didn't really touch was HR. And I was like, well, that job's going to teach me as much about the business. Before as going to that thing. Exactly. So I was like, I'm going to take that job because I'm yeah. going to learn as much as I can about the business. And then I was like, I, once I got into that role, I was like, I need to learn even more about the business and then I can make good decisions. Like now, like even just recently, like the buying team were like, you make the decisions on the flow of the product at the moment because you know the product better than most of us. So I like... Cause I know, and I know how the systems work. So I know how, you know, to get around problems and stuff like that. So an answer to your Jay-Z thing. So are you taking, am I taking the, or are you taking the dinner? It, th- there's, there's two things. Me you realize something, didn't you? Me, me personally, oh, okay. I, I would, I would take the 500. Now this is me personally, right? Cause that 500 for me, I could flip that really quickly. You can flip that. Exactly. Most people. Well, you take 500,000, right? And you, you flipper, you you. Flip. What else are you flipping? Rick has bought a lot of furniture. Imagine how much furniture that guy would have. How many couches well, combined? Then you sell it, then you sell it at a profit. A lot of lilac shirts. This guy's buying. This guy's buying a closet of lilac. No, he's buying a a shed. Buying commercial real estate. 
He's setting up a little painting yeah, piece in there. He's leasing yeah, it yeah, out. you would. Because that's how he thinks, though. Then he's leaving into another shed, and then he's got, That's the like, first thing I thought of, too. When, I, when he said the dinner, I was like, $500,000, like, he can flip it really fast, and why would I take a dinner with someone? But, but I would say this, though. If you have a product that you are confident in, in yourself, if you have a podcast that you think that is yeah. the next big, big thing. Oh, we're getting to that. Then, then you take Jay-Z, because he opens up doors for you. That you would never get into, and that five hundred would be a lot more. Like if, if you, for example, if you're if you're an up and coming artist, five hundred thousand dollars isn't going to get you what Jay Z could get you. Yeah. Well, if you if you're a if you knew that you were the next big thing in sports, and he's got a, he's got Rock Nation Sports yeah. company, yeah. he could change that five. Like that's a couple of million off of that. But you have to be confident in yourself. For in that. yourself to really do that, because yeah. well, but the best answer I've gotten was from Brock. Brock was like, "Take the five hundred because." Most people aren't even, uh, he said not, most people aren't ready to be in that room even. Exactly. Whatever he says to you, you won't even be able to process it right if you're not ready for that. Yeah. And if you're not confident in yourself, you're probably not even ready to hear what the hell he tells you to do. So you're wasting your time being in that meeting. Yeah, it's similar to your GM moment. If you weren't ready to receive that, if you didn't ask to get mentored, if he told you all those things, you'd be like, you probably thought about it. But even at that point, I, I wasn't ready. Like it took me like So what you're hour. saying is someone could tell you something that you're not ready for. And it seems like, <laughs> like gibberish or just seems like, like it's too much. And you're like, who's this crazy guy talking to me? And then later on, it kind of makes sense. You see Kieran want to relate it back just, to him? I'm just checking. I'm just checking. Make sure that's what you're saying because <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't feel so bad now about talking all this rubbish. So, for example, <laughs> I wanted to ask you what you guys think about, one, your competition, but two, like culture. So... Foot Lock has been part of culture for a very long time. Yes. Is it still staying that way? Because I feel it's slipping away. We're just within this young generation right now. I don't know about the other countries and all this, but that culture thing is important. It was like, yo, when I get some money, I want to go to the store, feel what's there. They're going to have my side. They're going to have these things, things that... The kids are going elsewhere, in my uh, from what I'm seeing. I feel like we can help with the culture side because I feel like so you wanna, I'm confident. Do you want to talk about the culture or the competition first? Oh, competition. Do you, can I say your biggest competition? Uh, JD, JD Sports. Yeah, yeah. I, I, they're I new. They're not entrenched in our minds like you guys are. Yeah, but they're on the way, aren't they? Are, are they on the way? Are you guys going to? Say what's up? <laughs> Pardon. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. So how you, what are you guys doing? Well, do you guys care about that even? Is that a big rock? I mean, you have to know your competition, right? And I think competition is good. So a lot, a lot of people will shy away from having a competitor like that come yeah. into the marketplace. Yeah. But we kind of like it because, it's, it, one, it keeps you honest. Yeah. I think even, you know, likes of Culture Kings were a major disruptor in, in the marketplace. Yeah. So, and, and they kept us honest too. Like, it had us thinking differently. How do we do different things? You just and, buy and, them. And we've, well. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, we will buy them. Isn't that what all the big, they, yo, they, did, they did just sell, but oh, okay. a lot of money. Okay. Oh, shit. A lot of money. Okay. Yeah. You can look it up. Is there a figure? We can th- three. Yeah, three? I, 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 it's nothing. I, can't, I think it was like 300 million or something. Sheesh. 600 million maybe? Okay. I think 300 million Australian. Uh, USD, yeah. sorry. Summit Group bought them. Which is a big conglomerate. Good for them. So, yeah, guy, guy did really well. But I think competition-wise, you know, like when JD came in, 
Um, they, you know, they they set up shop around most of our stores as well. But I think the the one thing it did was it showed that this marketplace has the potential for growth. And what we've seen is even though yes, they're they're a strong competitor and we have to compete against them every single every single day type thing the access to product because now the likes of like a Nike and Addy can go to their counterparts and say, Hey, you remember that Jordan four used to give us like a thousand pairs. Mm -hmm. We can sell 6,000 now, mm -hmm. like things like that, that, that have changed. So we, we, we get, I would say there's more access to product now in Australia than what we've ever seen um, from, from my time in, 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 you know, in Foot Locker and stuff like that. So, okay. you know, I think, I think that's, that's been a good thing. I think they've, you know, they, they do, they're, they're very solid in what they do. They have very big, big stores that have, you know, same sort of thing as what, what we do. They have a strong digital presence as well. So, so it's bringing everyone up. It's, it's, it's bringing everyone up. It's a couple of people have fallen off, I think, like in the marketplace. Like, you know, I don't think back when I first started, Athlete's Foot used to be. Athlete's so Foot. No yeah, one talks about Athlete's Foot really much anymore. So. You've ever got something from over there? No. Yeah. So, but they're, they're still like, Accent Group though is massive. If you knew their business model, they're huge. They own everything in Australia. So on the digital side, this is why I think you guys are going wrong. I searched up what podcast Foot Locker has, and it was one in Dubai. And it was really bad. One, because just it just wasn't the real main reason. In 12 months, they only had nine episodes out. Yeah. Like, you're not working. <laughs> like, they didn't seem like they cared about it. They weren't. You trying to take over? No, no, no. Well, shit, I, we would love to because I think we would freaking be a great representation for because we have so much young people who mess with what we're doing and and what we're we're uh, we're about. Because you guys uh, partnered with NBL One, right? Yep. Why isn't there a podcast for that? I don't. That's why isn't there a digital? You know, they have a they have a competition where the athlete of the week yep. gets they get to get they get some, which is great. Get yep. people involved. Why not have people involved through a podcast as well? Like, it, so, yeah, sorry. So yeah. I think I think to the the culture things like from what I've seen in my time there, and I've I've been at Foot Locker for twenty years, so mm -hmm. I've been seeing it from 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 where we are to where we are now, and I think we've definitely doubled down on where we are from a cultural perspective, and and it's. It's probably the reason why I love the brand and the business so much and stayed. You know, I say, I say to Kieran every day, I get to go to work and do something I love every day and talk about things that we love. So, you know, nice. the NBL one was a massive thing for us, like grassroots basketball. Yeah. We just did the Australian um, basketball championships down on the Gold Coast yeah. where they, I think they p picked the best defensive player or something like that. We just, you know, we've got um, Corey Williams is one of our, our spokespeople. Like people. And he's just done a, he's just done a big tour in, in, um, New York about street the, basketball. The street but, basketball yeah, yeah, thing, so, yeah, yeah. So things like that, that is, that, that's our culture, right? And yeah. we're starting to get to the point where, like, even I get to see it, I'm like, this is cool. Like, you know, even, like, the the head of marketing goes, do you guys have any ideas? And we get to throw ideas out and stuff like that. So things like that, I've definitely seen us, like, double down on, on the culture. And behind closed doors, we're talking about that stuff. Like, we're talking about NBL mm. one We're talking about things like that. I think... I think the thing with, with our brand is we're very conservative in a lot of things that we do, which is not a bad thing. So we right. want right. to, you don't want to jump into something. We never jump into something unless we know we can execute it at a high level. Yeah. So something like doing a podcast, we're, we're probably not there yet to yeah. execute that at a high level. So we would want to make sure that we've, you know, we know we know basketball better than anyone else. Right. And, and we know that people are coming, like you look at Rebels got home of basketball and all that sort of stuff now. Like we've got people coming at us for, for everything. But we know that 
you know, we know that we do that really, really well. And, and we know that it starts from being in the community and being in there with, with the kids and stuff like that. And You just mentioned everything we do. Exactly. We know basketball very well. Yeah. We in the community with the kids. Yeah. But anyway, keep going. Sorry. So, <laughs> so that's, 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 that's what I see. Like I'm seeing our brand double down. We, ju- we just did Summer Jam in Perth, which is like a local streetball competition. The three on three? I think it's the three on three or the five on five. They do they do it in oh, okay. Melbourne and it's yep. gone over to gone over okay. to Perth as well. So you know, and Corey's over there at the moment doing his thing with that. I think we just signed Phil Handy to to some deal as well. So you know, we're we're, we're definitely looking like I, I think we've the things I hear about in our brand and we do it over the states, right? But in the states, is you know, NBA players and stuff like that because they get access to NBA players. So I would say that culturally, it's probably the best I've ever seen seen the business from a cultural perspective. And, and definitely from, like, we talk about in- inclusivity, we talk about mm. diversity and all that sort of stuff within within the brand. And it's, you know, it's actually amazing to work at a mm. place like that that stands on that, mm. like, 100%. And you see it every single day, which is something I was passionate about, at, like, younger. And I used to, like, get frustrated, same sort of thing, right? Like, why are we doing this? Like, yeah. you know, this is back when, like, and one was big and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, we should be, like, doing what they're doing. We got an yeah. and one guy here. He loves and one yeah. <laughs> just like we all do. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that's – so I, I see us really, like, doubling down on, from a cultural perspective and, you know. That's awesome. I get to honestly say that in public that we, we do that from a very, very good perspective on, on, from my end. So. I like how you say you, you guys want to know exactly what you're getting into. And that's this talk is way down the line because we're still trying to figure out the direction we're headed with the podcast. We know we want to just share and share information and all that, but in terms of with podcasting, I know that getting ads and being with different companies that could censor you. Yes, into for luck, it could be like, hey guys, don't talk about this. Don't talk about this. No, (laughs) no, we want to talk about what we want to talk about, but in a, so yeah, we're still seeing what direction we want to head to. I think I'm confident in what we're doing, but that's something down the line. I think, yeah, it's dope that you guys are already doubling down on that stuff because that shit is exciting to me. How like this whole digital thing and how to push how to push something and market it online on, and the different platforms that are all there. Like that's the stuff that excites me. Like after this, it's okay. How do we get it out in the best way now? Yeah. How do we, yeah. How do we figure that out? And I think the, the, you know, COVID was, was, was really different from us because our digital presence at the time was, it was okay. I wouldn't say it was, was top notch. Like we were still like, we've, we, we only had a website I think in Australia since 2016. I helped set the website up. In like 16? That's so recent. Exactly, right? So, yeah. like, we were new to the marketplace from a digital perspective. COVID hits and you're forced to do digital, right? Can't come into our stores anymore. And the number one thing we lean on is our, what we call our stripers, like our staff members in the store, which Stripe. I think anyone here that's walked into a Foot Locker, you know that that's, that's like, that's what drives you to Foot Locker. You get to talk to someone that, that knows the brand, that's passionate about sneakers. It's part of that culture thing. It's like, you know thing. going there, exactly. they know shoes. They'll exactly. point you in the right direction. And they'll be wearing something cool or they'll talk, you know, they're into, they're into the culture themselves. So, you know, I think um, coming out of that, we've seen a flip that I think people after COVID want to go back in and experience that store experience. And we're seeing that, especially in the last couple of months, a lot of people are more driven back to, they're not, we thought they would probably stay on the digital platform because everyone was telling you that like, people don't want to go out anymore, but I'm seeing like different 
than, than that in the marketplace. I'm like that. That's what I want to do. Like, you want that human, authentic yeah. interaction. And I want size 14s. Can y'all get some <laughs> size 14s, please, <laughs> man? Like, 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 I just need something in my size, man. It's hard being big, Kieran. Um, big feet. Big feet. Uh, that might change in the future because it's, it's you, you know, I think back like sort of five to ten years ago, the the curve of average foot size was like a ten. Like that was the peak, ten, ten to ten and a half. Mm. So like, but now they're seeing it flow more to like a 12. It's sort of more average these days. And so that means 14s. Sounds like, like you're becoming average. average, Tim. You can't pull that anymore. <laughs> oh, you're average. Everyone yeah. got big feet now. Damn. Damn, going to average now. That's it, man. You got to live with that. Oh, that's horrible. How have you guys been, how have you been doing? We're living it average. Every day. <laughs> just living it every day. I'm just who I am. Yeah, that's who you are. <laughs> that's cool, ass man. That is cool. I feel like I've talked too much. I, I, we can, man. Yeah, have I so think it's much cool to, to know Zane and to have someone that uh, shares experience that can help our experience. You know what yeah. I mean? That's the yeah. same stuff that Kieran did with him. He gets the feedback. We get the feedback. It's really cool. He's always there to help us too, which I think, which I think is dope. Like this talk, I've told Kieran, this is, this podcast is an excuse to talk to smart people who've done shit <laughs> and have experiences. Like, like this talk, no, I'm watching it back, and it's kind of a selfish thing for me, because in real in real life, we've never had the time to sit. And you know, we've talked every now and then when you come basketball, and we talk about boxing and all this cool stuff, but never got to like sit down and like when do you get to sit down and pick someone's brain? That's that's rare, and then have access to someone. As, as such as dope like yeah I think it's dope that's not yeah. a question but if you yeah, that get, you get that's, that's your hour bro that's the hour oh man that's, that, was, that was awesome that yeah, was man. quick that was, that was quick <laughs> that was that's what I mean but these comments that's why I went for two hours last week yeah that's why I went for two hours before you know like because these conversations are really like enthralling like you just it goes real quick what advice would you have for us or the people us first from a from a podcast perspective yes uh, from a yeah podcast perspective, how to reach people, brands, not brands, but yeah, how could we? I want to make this the biggest. I want, I want to hear Karen's advice too. Karen, yeah, I want to hear Zane's uh, advice. Yeah, I want to hear Zane's business. Yeah. I want to hear my advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I think from a podcast perspective, you know, it, there's a lot of noise out there in the marketplace, right? There's a lot of people trying to to Thanks. do podcasts, Thanks. so. You have to figure out how you're going to separate yourself from the competition and what message you're going to deliver that's different that's going to attract people. And those messages could be whatever, like, you know, that's going to attract people if you want to attract people. Or, you know, you use it for, for exactly what you guys are doing. You're just trying to find information that you can share out to other people, which right. the more you stay authentic on that stuff, I think it will, will come across. And, and, again, like we said before, whether you – doing this just to get information and there's no money like money behind it you can sell your soul and do whatever you want but if you keep it authentic and keep it the way you guys are doing it then i think a lot of people will start to tune in or grow over time as well mm -hmm. and i think you know with the community that you have and access to like you know one thing i was thinking about before is we're in a studio right now mm -hmm. like surely you know guys that do beats and stuff right yeah. Why don't you get one of your yeah. boys to do a beat for you at the start of your podcast, and then all of a sudden people start asking who that guy is that's doing the beat. That's behind. part. That's yes. Rather than, and then you don't that's have to worry about copyright. Yes, yes. You can play a whole song. I just talked to someone about that yesterday. You can play a whole song. I'm like, this is a great song. I literally talked to someone about that yesterday. So I'm I'm looking around the corners. I'm way ahead of you on that. And, and then the ahead. other the other thing too is you want to be able to like, someone says, hey, what's your podcast about? 
you should be able to say that in a sentence or two. That's what I've struggled with because I'm about to ask. So it's is, it, is it better to be a niche for, for, for it to be niche? But we're not niche. We know so much shit stuff. But it still could be. It, it, you still got to know what it's about, though. Yeah. What's about searching? We're searching right now, fi- yeah. trying to find information on, I mean, business. Searching for the truth. Searching for the truth. Self-discovery. Yeah. Self-love. Like, I, I didn't but do that, the intro right. <laughs> yeah, that Stop is talking. It. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> I want to just keep you going. Just yeah, I want to so just you, keep yeah. going. Okay. So you, you have a, you have have a, to write a that vision down. of what you think this, sh- this should go down to. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're ever pitching this to someone in a room, yeah, not like those people have very little time, yeah, and you need to be like, this is what we're about, and have it in a little box. That's a fact. Okay. Because yeah, if you're over here, over here, they're like, yeah, but what are you about? What they're are gonna you keep actually asking about? questions like, what are you about? Man, that's beautiful. I'm, I'm gonna keep it to that, and leave us with a song because I know you're Karen is itching <laughs> to get the hell out of here. You guys are itching to get the hell out of here. I'm gonna leave us. I'm gonna leave us with a little something. Is it your song? I wish. Yo, can you send me that? Can you send me that? You made me better. No. No, right now. You got a beat for it? Didn't say you got some songs. You got some songs. You should be putting you on. You should got songs you can put on. Why? Why we got this whole talented crew watching instead of playing some music? Look how look look what they they just chilling like it's. A holiday. Come on, man. Let's get to that's it. That's what I'm saying. There's so much talent in this room. So, but, oh, that's... Sorry, real quick. That's what I think we have an advantage with with all podcasters. Not all podcasters, but one is real. It's real stuff that we're constantly going through every day and figuring out. But we also have access to so much different people. 100%. You know someone who makes beats and makes music and, and makes this. Ranko knows a bunch of painters. Li- lilac and painters. And <laughs> Loves painters. I don't know anyone that paints. <laughs> you don't know any painters? You don't have a furniture crew? See, no. I just try to stay away, f- stay away from everybody. That's my goal in life. Why? Well, that's why you're special, Ranko. That's yes. why you're here. That's why people like me, right? Special. Friends here. Special. Yeah. But nah, hey, man. Um, you have to plug it back in? I do have to plug it back in. This is what editing is so well. You can cut. You get to it. Um, anything you want to leave us with? I always ask anything, Kieran, Ranko, um, Zane, anything you want. You've left us with a lot. Anything you want to really leave us with? Not us, the people. Why can't we swear? Why can't we're trying we swear? Not to swear. We're trying swear, to come up with better to... words that swear. have the same meaning without having to swear. <laughs> we're trying to work on our communication. Uh, work on communication, man. You guys can work on your communication. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you swear. It makes you feel good. Doesn't that make you feel good? Exp- it expresses your emotions really well. It, do, it is very specific. It, it exp- like the we're, word, the F word, exp- like it expresses something. We're trying to get the same feeling. That's what, yeah, that's without the challenge. swearing. That's the challenge. The same joy without swearing. The, the same joy with uh, you know funny words. I hope it works out for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. We will put the swearing on the Patreon. That's a uh, oh, okay. yeah. We will put the swearing on the Patreon. That'll be that'll be your thing. All right, let's get it. We're gonna leave with a little. A little Drake. We're gonna leave with a little Drake because I like Drake. Told you go on vacation, don't ask me about relaxing. Not sure if you know, but I'm oh. actually Michael Jackson. The man I see in the mirror is actually. You guys are really- right. Yeah, 2.2 for the Raffiana Dow. 
Don't act like you're happy for me now Don't act like you wasn't praying for catastrophic collapses Catalog is immaculate, still running the game Don't ask me about the practice, ho, you go on vacation Don't ask me about relaxing Not sure if you know, but I'm actually Michael Jackson The man I see in the mirror is actually going platinum Unthinkable when I think of the way these niggas been acting is that enough for you, Ken? No, really, no. Oh. We, need, we need some original music to get the whole song. Next thing you want. Can we, yo, can someone get us some original music? Someone over there, please? Actually make can someone music? actually make great music? And here he's here. Like can can you share it with us, please? Like stop hiding it. Please, your, your like, computer. come on, bro. It's like send the music to Well, the, actually, we do, we do have a music video coming out. No, we. My guys haven't. Well, we. We both made the music video. Are you in it? No, I shot it. You're not dancing? No, I'm not dancing. Is Ranko in it? Are you in it? What song is this? This is my guy. You I don't know if I'm it. not. I'm interested if you're not in it and Ranko's not in it. Ranko had nothing to do with it. We well, busted what, what our ass on it. What did Ranko? What, did Can't you feel? Just, do you feel? Just singing. I can do you're it. You're in it. David is in it. David's in it. Well, David was a part of it too. He got what some great shots. He got it? some great shots. Like, like. Yeah, but you guys are oh. all the, the, the videographers. Who's in it? The artists. And who else? Future Boy Bates or Gil Bates. All right, all right. You make me better. Video's coming out Australia Day. Australia Day. Australia Day. That's the plan. Amazing video. Awesome champ. There is a sneak peek on his page right now that just been posted today. Instagram? On Instagram. What's the Instagram handle? Gil Bates underscore AUS. We will put that up. Um, Zane, thank you so much, man. Anytime, man. We'll talk. And, uh, Thanks for being my mentor now. I need eight hours a week at least. <laughs> Don't be like that guy. Don't have me chasing you around all day. <laughs> Renko, thanks for coming back, man. Welcome. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, you want to say it? Welcome. Renko, Kieran, yeah. appreciate you, man. Thanks for having me on again. It's no a pleasure. Worries. No worries, man. If you come back with no shoes again, yo. Anyway, peace. <laughs> God bless. Searches Podcast, Apple, Spotify. Shout out to the new listeners. Shout out to the old listeners. Um, and yeah, we're, we're, we're building this thing. We're, we're, we're doing it together. We have a page. We're going to have a Patreon very soon. And uh, just for the What's supporters. Patreon? So Patreon is a new Those platform have. where you can support creators. So you, it's like a, it's a paywall for extra content. Okay. So there's tiers where you're making extra content with Ranko. Gonna that's cool, man. I'm out. That's, uh, <laughs> that's Patreon, I need to go look it up, yeah. man. But anyway, it'll be yeah, yeah, the people who pay. do support will have say in the not the type of content, but like do we get any in the direction it goes. Questions? We yeah. did get a question. Oh man! Every time, golly! Last one, last one, last one, last one, last one. Choose the best question. Choose the best question. Yeah, go. Actually, how many questions did you get? Hey, take out the thing. Yeah. One question. Go. One question. One question. All right. New questions it's, next week. Um, one question. I'm going to say who it is. Oh. It's from someone who's just joined the uh, St. James community. All right. Ding asked. Ding who? Ding. 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 We mess with you, Ding. Ding asked. What do you think will happen when you die? Nothing. What do you, what do you think will happen when you die? He was, I hope he wasn't talking about me specifically. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> just, just in general. I know that's a hypothetical. I hope that wasn't for me specifically. He asked, "What do you think will happen when you die?" Zane goes first. Take the lead. Man, is, take the lead. That, 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 that was a shazam. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> <Zane. laughs> I, to be honest, I, this, 
this is probably be cliche, but I really have no idea, and I haven't really thought about that because I want to rather live than worry about what's going to happen. I like that. That's I a die. good answer. I like that, Tim. <laughs> Very political. Correct. I uh, I think I think that when our body goes, our soul still continue. Our soul, our energy, whatever that is that we leave, is still going to be floating around somewhere. There may be a religion that says something like that. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure which one. <laughs> but I really think, yeah, after after we, we pass on, our energy still stays here. We still have influence. We still have something, whether it's just in your family or whether it's to the world. So, like, like I've told you guys, this that we're doing, what have I been saying we're doing? We're doing God's work. I, I, we may have to cut that out because it seems narcissistic, but we're putting out real information truly from from the heart and it's going to be out forever so long after we pass what i've said what you said what you may have said zane all all, all the game you just dropped is going to still be here for someone who would have had no idea who we were when we were here yeah Franke? what do you think i think nothing happens and then you just die and that's it nice good chat I've always uh, wanted uh, over 3,000 people at my funeral. That's what's going to happen. Over 3,000? <laughs> yeah, 3,000, 5,000 people. So 3, when 000. I die, there's gonna, we're going to have the cathedral. Yeah, I, th- I, think that, I think that can happen. You're for aiming, like, that number is too low, man. I, I, I just wanted to be so many people that people are like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> and no one knows. <laughs> Let's make that 100,000, 100, man. 100, They're going to shut just. down the streets. Yeah, for real. That's all I want. That's cool. Not too much That's to dope. ask. That's dope. It's not nice. We can just take it all. all. <laughs> Search this podcast. Keep searching. We love you all. Keep Thank watching. You. Keep supporting. Watch at your own leisure, anytime, anywhere, any day. God bless. You never know who's going to be sitting here or what we're going to be talking about. Have a good one. Peace.